Well, hello, everybody, and uh, this is Raymond Toth, and welcome to another episode of my podcast called um, Is This Job Right For You?, where you in the audience get to hear from a hiring manager talk about his or her organization, uh, what roles they are trying to fill, their challenges, what excites them, and just some of the interesting opportunities that you may not hear about on the job posting. Um, for for first-time listeners, um, I started this podcast during COVID because I thought the job posting uh, was also a little bit outdated. I think having you guys in the audience listen to what a hiring manager wants in real time, hearing their voice often makes a difference in terms of whether you want to uh, apply. And I've got lots of results already in the last uh, six months where uh, actually matches have happened because of people listening, and then they followed up with the hiring manager. Um, now, today, I'm honored to welcome my guest, uh, Jeff Christensen. He is the CTO of One World Accuracy. Uh, he's taken time away from a very busy schedule to talk about um, his career journey, uh, what makes One World Accuracy a special place to work, and what he sees as coming in the near future and something that has him really excited. Uh, welcome, Jeff. Hi, Rim. It's good to talk to you today. Yeah, good to talk to you again. Uh, Jeff, you and I have known each other, I think, going back to we've got a couple of old guys here. Yeah. <laughs> 19, what, 1992, 93. That's when I started recruiting. And I think you were at Promark Software as a developer. That's correct. That's correct. Many, many years ago. And um, yeah. I've watched your career progress starting as a developer, as I mentioned, to several management roles, uh, several VP and CTO. And now you're the CTO of a, of a company, which we'll talk about. Um, yep. I remember our times fondly and you're always uh, trying to build a great culture and uh, you're always easy to work with. So thank you for that. Good yep. So before we talk about One World, um, I want to talk about your career, as I mentioned a little bit. So uh, obviously the audience can look at your LinkedIn profile and see what you've done. But I want to ask you, were there any memorable moments in your career that really has set you on your current path? Yeah, I, I think the the most uh, significant change for me probably was the transition from a developer to uh, a manager. In you know that that first that first transition from purely technical to to dealing uh, you know with the team at a at a higher level, and I think that was that was pretty significant for me. And it, it sort of happened at Exedex with me, and and really it was. Brought along by my mentor, Phil Dubois, who I think you also knew. Yes. I was actually going to mention, as you talked about, I thought, did you have a role model or mentor who supported that that transition? And yeah, that was definitely Phil. And I mean, Phil, Phil is, is <laughs> I mean, he's, he's uh, before our time to a certain extent, and he's been in the city as a, as a tech leader for, for a long time and had some very interesting uh, initiatives. Yeah, and I, I say this respectfully. I see Phil and a number of guys who are, are the grandfathers of our tech industry here. Yeah, yeah, right. and Phil's still going. I still talk to Phil quite Yes, quite yeah. So. They really seeded a lot of companies that are you know, SAP today, Electronic Arts, uh, MDA, Wireless, all those came from that. Kind of a, a handful of guys like Phil. So that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like to do some time travel too at the early on in this discussion and sort of ask you like if we look back to Jeff what 1989 when you graduated mm -hmm. with a with a cognitive science degree from SFU mm -hmm. um, yeah. so would you say your journey's been planned a little bit lucky a little bit of both uh, a little bit of both yeah. and and definitely you know in in a lot of aspects of this industry I, I feel it's it's about making 
you know, conscious, uh, good bets. I mean, you can never be certain of an outcome, but you're always sort of uh, weighing the probability of, you know, what sort of results you're going to get with a career position or a technology and uh, certainly being conscious of the fact that there's some risk and just just trying to make the best, you know, wagers you can about yourself. And I think that's sort of the way I've approached my career. Yeah, that's good advice. I, I noticed you don't, so I mentioned you, you have a cognitive science degree. Yeah. Um, some of the younger folks today may say, well, you don't have a comp sci. How, how did you get into programming? And maybe did it matter, actually? Or maybe you actually took a lot of computer science courses as part of your degree. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, uh, cognitive science has a, a strong aspect of computer science. So I did a lot of uh, computer science courses in it. But no, I, I've got an arts degree. It's in cognitive science. It's not... It's not necessarily a linear path. Um, certainly, you know, when I was grad, when I graduated, it it wasn't that uncommon for somebody to come into the industry with without a computer science degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think it's important now? Um, it's it's important in the sense that uh, it establishes things about the the new, new grads that it's hard to establish without a degree. And I mean, it's, it's almost worse than just the degree. I mean, it's, it's hard for, for new grads to establish themselves without the degree and a co-op program resume in their resume. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's all about sort of proving that maybe, I mean, I'll go back to the bet analogy that, you know, you're a good bet to, to, to make. Right. So for a hiring manager, hiring, New grads, you know, there's the, the amount of risk is actually quite high, I would say, right? The uncertainty about the capabilities of somebody fresh out of school, it's there's a high, high degree of variability there. Yeah, totally agree. So yeah. if you met your younger self, I think one of the advice you've already kind of touched on is, you know, make a conscious, uh, a, a thoughtful, mindful bet you know, yep. in your career. Um, any other advice you, you would tell the younger Jeff now that you've, you know, have your career? Uh, no, I, I think, you know, yeah, focus, focus on, on the technology. Um, you know, I, I know there's a lot of talk in, in the world these days about, about cultural fit, but I still feel like our industry that, that technical acumen is, is the hardest attribute to, to, fulfilled right and so that, mm-hmm. that's what i would focus on yeah so a uh, fun question so during covid mm-hmm. like have you uh, discovered a hidden talent or just learned something totally new that you didn't expect you would be learning uh i don't know if i have certainly the the uh not m- maybe about myself personally but certainly about taking a whole organization and just going 100 percent remote which we did <laughs> um, was was quite interesting. You know, the organization uh, One World has always been a, a remote friendly organization. We we've had uh, several full time people that pre pandemic were working um, uh, completely remote, and so that helped. Uh, but it's still it's been interesting doing 100 percent remote. So. Well, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, shortly. So speaking yeah. of One World Accuracy, uh, let's talk about that. Uh, your organization is, is it a software company, a healthcare services company, data? Um, what, uh, what is it? Yeah. 
we're, we're a two-headed beast. Okay. We're a two-headed beast. We, um, you know, from my perspective, I mean, you know, I, I run the, 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 the development side of the organization. So certainly from an egocentric point of view, it's about the IT. Uh, but, you know, we, we couldn't do the IT we did unless uh, we also, like, we have a physical operation where we are, um, provide we provide uh, testing for medical labs in and that's a very limited view of it but it's also a nice uh, uh, nutshell description of it mm. and without that side of things you know you just couldn't do the software development and I mean it it, it basically lets us eat our own dog food and we're sitting there uh, you know we're talking to the people who who are end users and they they sit next to us well, in a pre-pandemic world, they sit next to it. Right, yeah. the proverbially, yes. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm assuming a company is growing. Uh, you mentioned the pandemic. Maybe that's been a, um, a trigger point, right, to cause the growth, or was it growing even pre-pandemic? We were we we paused at the beginning of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. we're we're starting to ramp up again. Uh, we were growing pre-pandemic. Uh, we had some initiatives that we were. We were kicking off, uh, you know, we wanted to be conservative. And so we, we paused our growth cycle. Um, and now we're, we're looking at some big opportunities here. And, um, you know, we, we, we feel like we're, we're part of the solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think we've got a lot to offer uh, uh, that's directly applicable to even, even to the pandemic. Oh, okay. So what's it like working there? Like if, if I was to talk to a few people working there, what, what would they say? Hey, why are you here? Uh, you know, I, 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 I think we emphasize uh, that we are doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, the, the software developers, I mean, they're, they're um, uh, very talented and they, they, we've got some, some, uh, some very interesting challenges, maybe some more mundane challenges as well, but we've got some interesting technology coming up. Uh, but I think the, the thing that, that I keep thinking about myself is that, that we have an aspect of the organization where, you know, we're improving healthcare and we're improving healthcare, you know, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty appealing. Um, yeah. So you, I was going to ask you, is it global? So the, the customer base is global from anywhere. Oh, very, very much yeah. so. Very much so. Uh, you know, given the market, uh, you know, we've got a, a presence, uh, quite an established presence in the the uh, developed world. But in the developing world in Africa, where we've got a lot of initiatives there, a lot of customer base in Africa and uh, throughout Asia. Mm-hmm. So, and and it's very interesting in that respect. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So the audience must be wanting me to ask: you, How many people work there? Uh, what type of roles did you maybe, Jeff? You you wanted to feature? Yeah, uh, I mean the the organization as a whole is uh, we're about I think forty people, um, and uh, you know the roles that are coming up. The first ones are coming up are not in my team. There are more on the the. Um, uh, uh, medical side, the lab management side, mm. but in terms of the software development, uh, you know, the, the roles coming up will be, um, you know, we're going to be looking for product management, 
and uh, back-end and front-end developers. Oh, okay. So, uh, for the front-end, we're, we're React, and for the back-end, we're, we're mostly focused on Java. Right, okay. So if people want to apply, actually, how do you like to be approached? Like, do you want a custom uh, cover letter? Um, um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit, so I've, I'm a little bit idiosyncratic that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit just the facts, ma'am. Okay. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I will, I certainly a, a, a well-crafted cover letter is nice, uh, but you know, a, a, a well-structured resume uh, with a lot of, a lot of factual, um, you know, the, the, some of the standard stuff with resumes tell me what, what people have achieved, what your contribution to those achievements, that's what gets my attention. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. No, and if you want, I mean, we have, you know, we've got the usual careers at, at 1wa.org is, is our preferred communication. Oh, okay. Actually, Jeff, can you give that again, just in case of, uh, the audience didn't get that? Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, careers at 1wa.org and 1wa is, is the numeral one and then wa.org. Great. Well, thank you, Jeff. Any uh, that went by really quickly. Any final words of wisdom you'd like to share about the, the, the company? Something. Yeah, like I mean, that? I mean, certainly, I, I, I think you know, as we're we're, I'm talking to people. I, I certainly have noticed that uh, there's a lot more activity during the pandemic as people are are you know going out and in, in different job searches and stuff. And I I, I certainly want to emphasize to people that. Um, you know, if, if you feel like you're a good fit for something, you know, certainly, uh, be assertive in your application, but also, I mean, you know, don't, I mean, we're, we're all looking for good fits, regardless of, of what <laughs> the, the pandemic, et cetera. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you again, Jeff, for your time. Uh, hopefully, uh, you and I can catch up down the road and uh, mm-hmm. we can actually meet up for a face-to-face coffee. In the meantime, you know, do take care, stay well. And, you too, uh, Yeah, I'm glad we'll hopefully catch up, catch up again. Um, yes, for sure. Great. Well, th- thank you, Jeff. And that was uh, Jeff Christensen. He's a CTO of One World Accuracy. And hopefully the audience, you guys can tune in again. If you have any questions you'd like to follow up, you can email me at raymond at gorecruitment.com. Even suggest any guests uh, I can maybe track down and invite for this podcast. In the meantime, yeah, be well, be safe, and be calm.